We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Light Years Podcast. The Warriors have done it again. The Golden State Warriors have done it again. This time, because I feel like we've done this same show so many times, I just I kicked out Sam. I said, you know what? Let's run this show with a fresh perspective. My guy, Ben Cruz. What's up, brother? Andy, I, I got to really give it. This is yours and Sam's best ever season of light years because the amount of times you've just had to talk about the same shit over and over again in different ways is one of the most impressive things you'll ever see because this is what happened tonight isn't new right it's the exact same frustrations it's the exact same pitfalls and successes so the fact that you guys find different ways to do it and we're approaching the all-star break you guys are magicians and deserve way more credit than you guys are getting for Pumping out creative content. So yeah, we're just you guys. It's like it's like spamming the same play, but just yeah. running it out of different formations. It, oh, like the Warriors, like the Warriors do. <laughs> Except the it doesn't work for them, especially yeah, yeah. When, when the clock hits five minutes in the fourth yeah. quarter. It just it stops. It stops working. That's uh, exactly. Oh my god! Oh my god! So here's my rundown. My rundown is. Late game issues. So let's start there, man. Give me okay. your give me your initial thoughts of I what was I think just from beginning to front one of the ugliest games I've seen all season. Not like Horrendous. outside of frustrations, like from beginning to front, just bad basketball. Lakers didn't play well. Warriors didn't play well. Then the Lakers made enough plays thanks to fucking Dennis Schroeder and they win the game. So that that's what happened. So what did, what did you think overall thoughts? I mean, I think they were they played the Lakers anyway. Played I think they played well defensively toward down the stretch. Um, and, but and you know why? Because you know what plays the worst you're gonna run. There's no they're gonna run the same shit over and over again that they ran for the past you know 43 minutes of the game, right? So it's not it, it's just it doesn't matter the personnel. It's it's the same shit over and over again. I mean, look. They don't have when they don't have Steph in there. They don't have that guy who can just yeah. kind of break down the defense and create. Like in theory, that's Jordan Poole, but you know he's 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 hit or miss, completely hit or miss. I mean, literally, in, in this game game was hit or miss. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So, yeah. I mean, that was that's really all it came down to. You know what I mean? And I, he was the only one who could score in that fourth quarter. It was literally the Lakers against Jordan Poole. 
DiVincenzo hits that one three that did not look like it was going in at all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a miraculous three. So it, it, the writing was on the wall from, like you said, that five-minute marking down. I When I watch this team, um, it, it's a tired team. And I and again, and I've said this too, but tonight they looked way exhausted. They just, and yeah. it's not just physical. They just look like they don't want to be out there. These guys don't the, want to play. The vibes are hell off. Like, like this team during this kind of dynastic run has just always been about the vibes. You could just feel the vibes being. Right. That's what's kind of carried them to this obviously elite play on both ends of the ball, oh, both ends. But the vibes are just always when they've ever, whenever they've kind of made that run toward the chip the vibes have always been pretty good uh and from the jump man i mean you know we don't have to kind of go (laughs) literally from day one the vibes are just off and i mean you know even like freaking g this gp this gp2 trade which is probably going to go down considering he was at the freaking arena tonight yeah Yeah. like that on thursday the vibes kind of bounce back a little bit just a smidge like oh wise is out all right we don't have to worry about that narrative anymore GP two's coming back. He's he's a vibes guy, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. And then the next day, yeah. what happens? Vibes completely went yeah. to shit again. It, it's it's just one of those years. It feels like it, it that that's a great way to put it. it. It does feel like one of those years. Um, I think vibes energy is part of it. Uh, and look, I don't. I, I never aspire my team to be like a LeBron, a Lakers team, right? They're, sure. they're a horribly constructed team. They're not going anywhere. Yeah. Warriors probably aren't going anywhere either. But you watch those guys play tonight, and Jared Vanderbilt is, is active. Uh, Rory Hachimura is active. A couple big shots there. Uh, Austin Reeves is a fun guy playing very hard. Just got back from injury. And you look at the Warriors, and it it feels like just the same old Clay shoots a bunch of, bunch of shots, just forces him up. Jordan Poole turns the ball over. He's super quiet for two, three quarters at a time. It's like, what is going on? Draymond's bringing a decent bit of energy, but he's trying his best. Looney's kind of stable, so he's not like an energy guy. And then it's just nothing fun. There's nothing fun. Jonathan Kaminga isn't dunking the ball in transition. Like, that's fun. Moses Moody making a three. That's fun. Because those young guys, those role players give you that type of, that that type of, like you said, good vibes, right? And that's what it feels like with the Warriors. They have none of that. Like every time it's like Clay hits a three, it's it's not it's not like hey, let's cheer when Clay. It's it's so nowadays it's like well he hits a three, cool. What else is gonna happen now? Because you're down three still, right? And it just it, it it's some it's been something off about this team. But I think tonight was was just from front to back. It, it never – I never thought they would win this game. I never thought they'd win this game coming into this game. Frankly, that doesn't mean that they shouldn't win this game. Um, terrible. I mean, once LeBron wasn't going to play, I felt like they were going to put up a stinker, which is what they did, right? The Warriors, I should say. I mean, both teams, essentially. But once LeBron wasn't going to play, you know, this team gets up for for guys like that. And once he wasn't, at, once he wasn't in, they were going to – I just I, – I could smell it from a mile away. And also – the other thing, and I want—I want to pick your brain on this too. Watching Vanderbilt out there, he was in—he was in rumors to kind of come to the Warriors. I was like, he would be kind of nice <laughs> on this team, just as like a little jolt. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't solve everything, but you saw him out there. He was—he was hustling. He was playing. Like he—he he looked like he wanted to be there. I don't know. He, it's just... he, I mean, hundred percent correct. I—I'm not. I don't care. Like 
Jared Vanderbilt doesn't move me that much, but you're right. You watched that game tonight, and you watched Jermichael Cream play basketball, and you're just like, I mean, and again, like Jermichael Cream actually played decent tonight. He was, he was fine. He was fine, but then, but then you stretch him out to a certain point. And it's like, well, once, once them, you start hit diminishing returns once you get high level in minutes. But that's what Kaminga should be, though, right? Like Kaminga is that version of Jared Vanderbilt of the Warriors. The problem is Jared Vanderbilt is in year five. Kaminga's in year two. Right, like Vanderbilt kind of knows who he is. He knows he's not going to be a star. Kaminga still thinks and could be a star, and that's kind of, I think, the issue. It's just, and and again, it's not like you want to be the Warriors. I mean, sorry, the Lakers, right? But it's sure. it's it's that's the energy that they played with. Although it was weird tonight too. Like AD kind of, honestly, AD kind of was terrible the whole game. He was really bad coast, until the end. Yeah. yeah, coasted his way. Defense was was good. Like the Warriors yeah. didn't want to drive in. Like he kind of took over there. But man, that was ooh, I don't know what that was from AD. He's kind of been sulking. Lakers fans were in my messages telling me like he's kind of been sulking slash hurt maybe the last couple games. That's weird. It, it's funny. I watch this game and I look at the Lakers and the Warriors and it feels like it's mirror images of each other. That's what it feels like. Yeah, it's it's just again not to harp on my previous one, but it's just vibes, man. I mean, that, that's really all it is because the, I'm I've been trying to figure out a different way to kind of say like, hey, the Warriors just might not be a good basketball team as currently constructed. You know what I mean? Um, but and you just try to think about like what made them what made them special and what made them so good. And obviously, Steph, Clay, Draymond, KD, kind of going back there, but. I mean, it was it was those role players who they they rooted for, and and they kind of just all got even going back to last year, right? I mean, last year Jordan Poole was essentially the same guy. It's just obviously he 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 hadn't gotten the bag yet, and he hadn't been punched in the face yet. <laughs> those are the two you know biggest differences. With talk him. about Jordan Poole tonight, yeah. Talk about Jordan Poole tonight. What did you think of his performance? I mean, you touched on it earlier. It was bizarre for like the first I don't know three quarters, and then he turned it up at the end i feel like he was out there trying to impress his boy gp because gp came out to watch uh the back end of the uh, the game there but i mean he you know they 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 shot up that graphic uh at the beginning of the game you know showing his numbers when he's starting and and when he comes off the bench you know with and basically with and without steph Mm -hmm. um and you know numbers coming off the bench obviously lower when he's starting you know he has a higher scoring average It, it he didn't he didn't seem really bought in until that fourth quarter, uh, which was, I don't know, super weird for an ABC Saturday night game against the Lakers. Like, you know, everyone's going to be watching despite no LeBron and Steph. Uh, It was, it was a strange performance. He didn't shoot well from three uh, either, which, you know, I, I, at least he was, he was putting them up and he was kind of aggressive, but I mean, him and clay from three were, Oh my God, six for 23. Disgusting. Just, We'll get to Clay. We'll get to Clay. Yeah, we'll get to Clay here. <laughs> I'm sure um, we will. Uh, I am the Jordan Poole stuff is is I think it's going to hit a point in the off season. I I, I do think it's going to get weird in the off season with the Jordan Poole contract. Sure, um, that's going to kick in. And I think you watch games like tonight, and uh, he's not. He's a sixth man until further notice. He is a sixth man. Um, a very, very good, maybe even elite scoring sixth man. But you kind of watch, you see the limitations of the way that he plays uh, when he's forced to lead a team. And we know that Clay can't because Clay can't dribble. And so you put the ball in Jordan Poole's hands, and now you've got a guy that is not really a playmaker, uh, but he has some games that he could be a playmaker. He's not really like an elite shooter because he takes so many bad shots. Uh, but he takes so many of them, right? And so 
I just think he's kind of like in an in-between. And he's also atrocious on defense. Oh, my Terrible. God. Just, what, what happened tonight on defense was just uh, – I watched Dennis Schroeder look like prime Steph Curry, prime Chris Paul. It was yeah. impressive. And uh, same with Clay. Clay's – and now you've got two guys that can't play defense, which is why the three-guard three lineups never work. Um, and so part of it is he's young. Part of it is I think like you live yep. with that. Um, but the Warriors can't live with that today because they're now 29 and 29 and trying to make trying to make the postseason with I think six teams that are better than them right now. So they're kind of stuck in the playing range. And so I think if you're the Warriors, and, and this, we're gonna talk about this so much more in the next six months, but um they're not again, everybody's talked about this. They're not gonna be able to pay everyone. They're not. Uh they just got rid of James Wiseman. Draymond's coming up for an extension. Clay's, Clay's book is on the money. Andrew Wiggins, they're not going to get rid of him, right? And so I do think at some point they're going to have a conversation about Jordan. But that's all I'm saying. Uh, I think the play tonight, he had a couple few, He had a couple good games, right? He's had a couple of games, but you watch a game like this, and I think this is where, like, Bob, and if Bob is still employed, uh, right. and Joe, they all sit there and just go, like, hey, man, if we're going to have to pick a guy, that's, probably also, that's also probably the guy that has elite trade value. So, anyway, my thoughts on him. No, I mean... You're right, and it's it's also a situation where, again, the, the two timeline thing. I don't think anyone anticipated Steph, Clay, Draymond still being kind of at this level, especially Steph. Right? Let's just kind of start there. Like, oh, he's 34. He's turned 35. He's got to be on the downside of his career. Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> like he, he actually still might have three, four good years, uh, where you know you might need to surround him with very similar pieces to what you know what you were doing in previous years. So, like. When Poole is playing well, he's super fun to watch. Almost has that kind of he's he's like a diet version of Steph Curry when he's on, right? When he is off, it's 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 awful to watch, right? He's dribbling, he's dribbling off his leg. The the way that he misses is impressive for an NBA player. Like his misses on these air ball threes, they're like they're what you would see like kind of at an open run at your yeah. at a gym yeah. or the, the way he's yeah. not scared to get blocked. At the rim, he just he kind of goes up. He knows he's going to get uh, rejected. It's 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 interesting. Um, and you're right. I mean, once this extension kicks in in the summer, there's going to be some some strange conversations that are going to be had behind the yeah. doors yeah. and behind the scenes at that chase. So we'll see how it goes. I think that's kind of a theme for this game. I think with the clay stuff, I don't. know. He had a terrible game, but I mean, that's it's kind of is what it is. I don't. I don't really have any thought. It's just. I mean, that's clay. Some games would just shoot five for 20, right? Like he had a month heater shows up tonight. And you know, like, you kind of hope that on an ABC, like you said, on ABC, Saturday night that he kind of leans in and makes eight threes tonight. But I mean, he had good looks. He didn't really take bad shots. Um, he wasn't forcing it really till the end there. Yeah. I mean, at the end was just awful. Uh, the shot selection before that, he was just kind of, Oh, he just, he's just not eating. And, and then you like, live with that. I mean, he couldn't guard D and, and shooter either right like that's really well, he, the issue it wasn't he hasn't shooting been, he hasn't been able to guard guards yeah. all year right i mean and kerr has kind of openly admitted that too kind of saying like oh he's more of a three now right <laughs> he's like play this dude at the full man i mean it's and it makes sense right he's coming off you know two major surgeries uh, or you know with his he, you can't move laterally the same way after all that shit so it, it makes sense and that's why they have wiggins kind of you know and and divincenzo to an extent to, you know taking the team's best point of attack guard. So um, and then they got that guy sitting on the on the bench in the stands over there that they're gonna need to, <laughs> to, to play hopefully in the next month. Yeah. 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 I mean I, 
also Moses Moody was also supposed to be that guy, right? This 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 dude had a quick cameo, little two minute cameo in the first half today. Was that a mistake that he got put in the game? It feels like <laughs> I I don't know. Kamingo didn't play the entire four. He didn't. He, he played fourteen didn't. minutes today. He played fourteen minutes, and yeah. uh, he dropped the ball. And I just I I don't know. I just you gotta play those guys, man. Like you gotta just let them let it ride. Like Steve, like I don't. I don't get it, but he doesn't have many options. He's always going to go with the vet guys first. But you want to get the vibes back, man? Like, let these kids kind of go out there and get a couple uh, get a couple good plays and get the crowd going, get the players going. There's just no energy with this team. Zero. From top to bottom, there's no energy. It's interesting, too, right, from a guy like Kerr who watches minutes like a hawk. You know, oh, Steph played 38 minutes today. That means you probably got to rest him tomorrow. It's stuff like that where – but now, you know – even with a shortened bench, he's 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 refuses to play these guys who clearly are capable NBA players. Like they're on the roster. I mean, unless <laughs> you know, obviously Moody was on the block and and everything else. But I mean, to your point, just just run them out there. I mean, let let JK learn. You know what I mean? Like he's and they he's lost kind of another the most one. Promise. And they know. lost it's, another one today, and it's just like. What was the gonna, point? Yeah, well, kind of is. What was the point? All right, we're going to take a super chat here, and then we'll kind of – I want to get your thoughts on this and, and get you out of here. So 26 games to go from Solomon's Tech. 26 games to go. Dubs will finish 9-17. and 17 Wow. Yeah. Wow. I want to get your thoughts on the rest of the season is really what is really what I want to get to. So do you have any takes on, you know, maybe the record, buyout guys, kind of what needs to change, I think? Let's, let's kind of talk about that for a few minutes. I mean – it needs to be sorted out. This this whole GP2 thing obviously needs to be sorted out and it looks like he's going to stay. I mean, they're just... If you look at what their 10-man rotation is going to be with... Let's just assume GP is in there um, at some point this season. They're still just really, really small. They are. Uh, and, and like, there's a, some comfortability in that, obviously, with, you know, Dre and, uh, and, and Jermichael Green playing some five. But I, I just don't know how this is sustainable. Uh, for you know this 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 home stretch here, and I don't know. It's all season. I think all of us have been sort of hoping that they would kind of pull a Celtics from last season, where the Celtics were basically a 500 team for the majority of the season, and they turned it up and be, obviously had that finals run. I, I I mean, the Celtics had two elite wings, <laughs> and and just kind of like the right pieces that you needed to to succeed. Uh, in the, at the back end of the season and in the playoffs, the Warriors are just—they're a very, very flawed roster. I'm not—I mean, nine and seventeen. Seems I think it's a little low. It's, yeah. I think it—it's it, a smidge low. I mean, not, I'm not gonna—I'm not gonna say it's—it's it's out of—it's uh, out of pocket where it, it could not happen. But uh, I feel like they're just gonna end up thirteen and thirteen. You know, yeah, I mean, is—it's—they're gonna end up with forty-two wins. Maybe you hope they win a couple more. Steph comes back and they get forty-five and. It feels like they're kind of a, a playing team there. I, I'm with you. I, I don't know if I necessarily agree that they're too small. I think they can. I think they can find ways to win. I think their biggest issue isn't that it's small. Their biggest issue is they can't fucking guard anyone. But then, but then it's sure. also like you put GP two, and it's like, well, you're gonna have to take guys out. Like you can't can't play six on six. Like it's not. Right. It's not. It's not a, a. Actually, there's no sport that you can actually just add guys. Like you're gonna have to figure out ways to incorporate him and maybe he just takes all of Kaminga's minutes or he takes all of Jermichael Green's minutes and he's out of the rotation, but that presents a kind of issues in itself, right? But 
I mean, the Warriors have more questions than they do answers. I think the answers are, like, pretty simple. Like, it's just get Steph in there, I guess. Like, that's the answer to everything. He's a big Band-Aid. He's yeah. a massive it's, Band-Aid. It covers just, up so many of their flaws. Yeah. But I, the, I mean, if they can get GB2 in there, I mean, obviously two or three months, I guess, is the timeline. I mean, he effectively on offense plays like a big man, right? Like, yeah. he's 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 that, yeah. you know, dunker spot, pick-and-roll guy, um, you know, vertical threat. But uh, I don't know. I mean, to your to your point, they can't. They still can't guard anyone. They're they're awful defensively. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. It's, yeah. And we've seen that in previous Warriors years. It's just not recently. So it's yeah. it's very jarring to kind of watch. Jarring is the good way to put it. Ben Cruz, uh, sir, I appreciate you. I know you're now hosting the uh, the uh, Wednesday Worldwide podcast. I'm not a wrestling guy, but you know, I appreciate. No, yeah, I appreciate the plug. Wednesday Worldwide over at the Ringer Wrestling Show. Check us check us out on Wednesdays and everything else we're doing on the on the ring for all our wrestling fans out there. That's uh, I. I I had that thought when GP showed up tonight, you know, just in his street clothes. Uh, yeah. He's, uh, he's, he's, it's like a wrestling fan. He was just kind of sitting, or wrestling, a, a current superstar who's just sitting in the audience, just waiting to be, uh, waiting to be tagged in. It. You know what I mean? I but, love it. Andy is all great to see you. Uh, thanks for having me on, bro. Appreciate you, Ben. Thank you, sir. Uh, the ex super, super, super producer, Ben Cruz, by the way. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. And now we go straight to it, straight to it. Viggy, what's up, brother? How you doing? I'm doing well, Andy, or as well as can be after the last couple of hours of my life. Um, yeah, I'm I'm okay. Personally, things are good. How are you doing? Talk to me. Talk to me. <laughs> Talk to me. I mean, 
at the risk of, of flogging a dead horse, as they say, Andy, we've seen this game, what is it, 28 times now before, or at least like 15, 16, 17 times before. Um, I think you can break it down into two loose buckets, right? On basketball, you got to put the ball in the basket and you got to stop the other team from putting the ball in the basket. On both fronts, one in one category, the defensive category over the course of the entire game, and in the other, in particularly crucial four plus minute stretches in the fourth quarter, Warriors can't get it done as currently constructed. Yep. I the the see the funniest part of this is that it's happened for so often this season that you expect it to happen. Hundred percent. I was if I was wrong tonight because I expected them to lose this game the entire way. Because when I saw that they couldn't push the lead to ten, like every time they went up by yep. four, they went up by six, turnover, missed wide open three, some stupid give up a wide open layup. When I saw that happen, I was like, okay, yeah, this game's over. Um, and I think that even if they had won this game, even if they had somehow pulled this out, the the flaws during the process of the forty three minutes of this game just kind of said they're the exact same team that they've been the whole time. And I think like. You know, I was talking to Ben before, and it's like, what are the solutions, right? Because the questions out, out, there's a lot more questions than there are solutions. And, you know, the, the number one answer is always going to be Steph, 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 get Steph back in. But other than that, like, what are the things that you think, let's let's say GP2 is on this team, um, um, and he's back in a month, whatever. I'm just making up scenarios. What what do you think is the, are the things that they can realistically change um, before yeah. kind of the tent that, yeah. I mean, you're not going to like the answer, Andy. There's not a ton. You've got some levers to pull. And I think Ben used the word steps, a pretty big band-aid to toss over any sort of team in terms of offensive process. And now at this point, even on defense, because he's no longer a liability, he may be one of the better defenders on this team. Yeah. But I think it really does start at that end, right? If you're the end of the game, I think D'Lo and um, Intruder blew by Clay. And it starts with point of attack defense, right? The Warriors are undersized in the back line. And Draymond can only do so much. Looney can only do so much there, period. End of story. If you bring a GP2 into the mix, and again, we have no idea when that might be. That might be like into the second round of the playoffs if the worst case estimates are to be believed. You bring in GP2 and you hope that, I mean, what else can you do, right? The trade deadline is passed. The buyout market is not flooded with yeah. point of attack defenders. That just doesn't exist. Um, so you got to just hope for the best and and hope that the team defends better like i don't know what else you can do they they've gotten up for specific games which makes me indicate there is a small level that can be crested and we've even seen that with clay to some degree like he got blown by today a couple times but that happened last postseason and then he kind of sort of figured people out it comes and goes so you can paper that over but it's not going to get fundamentally that much better on defense like that's just my i, I don't know how else you can you can say it right there, there's not like a magic lever to pull to suddenly give everyone the legs they had five years ago. No, I think that's a huge part of it. Yeah, it, it's it's very much if you're going to you can't get a guy that's going to play 25, 30 minutes. That's going to play elite defense, because if you do have that guy, who do you take out um, right now? It's so much of of this team is Steph is going to play minutes and he hasn't been good on defense. And Jordan Poole is going to play minutes and he's been bad on defense. And then Clay Thompson is going to play minutes and he's been bad on defense. So those are your top three perimeter guys. And, you know, DiVincenzo is a good defender, not an elite defender, right? He's a good defender. Um, and you go on down the line there, Kaminga's young, like he tries very hard, but I wouldn't say he's a, like, I would say he's trying, like he has a yeah. potential to be a great defender, but I wouldn't say he's lock in awesome at all times. 
Um, like you can even think of like a Damian Lee or JTA and Bielitsa's smartness. You could say like those guys would for, like you put together. That's a good defense. Same with Otto Porter, right? Yeah. Like Otto Porter and Bielitsa cannot cannot move. They're now Otto Porter's out for the season. He he's he can barely make it. And those guys were, I think, defense is so much about IQ than it is 100%. about athleticism than it is 100%. about than it, right than it is about like effort matters too but you just you got to be smart and this team we're so used to now this season watching them make dumb plays on offense but the same goes for defense the same 100%. exact thing goes for defense no it's it's jarring to see and i think you and ben both talked about it a couple minutes ago it's this is like this is cohen era warrior stuff this is early stage dynasty like pre-dynasty warrior stuff the outside of the, the the lost season that we never we don't like to talk about, right. the Warriors have, have always been solid on defense, and so it's really jarring to see. I think to your point, Andy, th- there is one lever to pull, which is can we find Kuminga some more minutes? I think he played what yep. fourteen minutes tonight. Didn't play at all in the fourth quarter as the the Lakers eventually figured things out and, and turned it into a layup line. Um, you got to find him more minutes to develop because he might be your best point of attack defender on the entire team without a GP two. Yeah. Um, I get why Steve doesn't like it. Like, yes, you, you can see why. Like, I think if hundred percent, if if JT's on this team, he'd probably play him um up there. Um, but I do think you gotta just let it ride. You're not winning. You're you're not. You don't have any energy out there. Um, so it's it just makes it tough. Uh. I, Here's an interesting one because I just saw a picture of this and, and Tim throw up Nick's uh, comment about the uh, Draymond's inability. And I'll kind of read this out here. Thank you. So from Nick Draymond's, I want to get your thoughts on this Figgy. So Draymond's inability to create an offense kills us when offense stagnates thoughts. It's four V five on offense and Draymond refuses to score. This is one, I mean, this is obviously a common refrain and I think it crescendoed probably at the end of the, the playing season where, the four on five just didn't work. Um, and I think it on the flip side, last year obviously worked and culminated in a championship despite Draymond's clear offensive limitations. I think, look, at this stage, it's going to be very hard to teach an old dog new tricks, and Draymond is an old dog. He's not going to fundamentally change and hunt for his own shot if he can create something that he perceives to be a better shot for others, yeah. nor should it be right. necessarily be that way. That's he. I would almost rather have a cold clay three than a contested Draymond layup attempt. Right. That being said, I do think right now you've got a roster that's just a sum of mismatched parts, right? Like how can Draymond be effective with Looney on the floor? It's with the gravity of Steph kind of making everything go. And Jordan Poole is many things. And he's probably on his crescendos, like the, the best like facsimile of, of Steph that you can get to. But he's not Steph. So yeah. now you've got a fundamental issue, right? You're, you're asking DiVincenzo, Clay, um, you're asking all these players who benefit the most from the fact of, that Steph draws as much attention as he does to be something that they're not. So it does, I mean, in a situation, if you take Steph out of the equation, it does kill the Warriors. On the flip side, is there anyone on the planet who could have defended yeah. AD better than you, Draymond did today? Yeah. yeah, That's exactly where I'm at. I mean, you kind of, you you said it better than me, but that's exactly where I'm at. It's, <laughs> it's you know, it, it, that's Draymond in a nutshell, man. We've seen it for so long. For so long, he is an elite defensive player. He had Anthony Davis in prison the last five minutes of the game. He did everything that he could defensively to bring this team back. And his shortcomings on offense 
don't matter as much when you have Steph Curry. As great as Clay is shooting the ball, as good as Jordan Poole is uh, as an offensive creator this early in his career, they aren't Steph, and they're not close to Steph. And what he does so well on defense works and is worth it uh, given his offensive limitations because he's got Steph Curry. So I'm with you. I think it was a great question. I think those issues tend to come up a lot more when the Warriors lose. But, dude, we, we saw them win a title um, yeah. with him with that defense. We saw him win two more uh, with KD on that team, him as a defensive player. And they saw him win another one. And you can kind of say last season that he kind of got benched, but he came back in that game and closed it out. And then he was one of the best play- – he was the best defensive player on the floor, games five and six. 100%. Absolutely took away Boston in game six in that clincher on the road. So, yeah, end of the day. I am going to invert the question though. And I do want to spend like 30 seconds on the offensive mm. issues because these are, these are not Draymond specific issues, right? This is the entire team going into turtle or ISO or hero mode with less than five minutes left in the fourth quarter. The process disintegrates ball movement, disintegrates the dribbling <laughs> goes up. It's just, it's inexplicable to me how the warriors have this fundamental inability to close. And that has actually been, true independent of whether Steph has been on or off. Yes, before. correct. Yep. Like they've been putrid in trying to close out games, no matter who's been on the floor. And that I look, I've I've sent I've sent my fair share of of, of nasty things about Steve Kerr on Twitter. Not like super nasty things, just like, hey, I wish nah, you'd do some me. things differently. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's I think and he's an elite coach, but I think at some point, like, can we call a damn play? Like, can we stop doing all the nonsense of, okay, let's just hope that everyone figures it out. Can we run and execute something? Because it does come down to execution, but ultimately at some point, the execution buck has to stop somewhere else. But I also understand the difficulty. We're trying to fit mismatched parts together. Well, it's tough. I, I think the crit- that criticism is accurate during that 2019 season when he's got some some young guys in there. Maybe, maybe some players yeah, yeah, that don't. Sure. Like, these are vets. They should know better. What the fuck are you guys <laughs> doing out there? Every single game. Let's go back to the Portland game for a second. And and just five, way worse than this game. Just way egregious. Three after three after three. In this game, you can kind of say, like, to me, it's, it's you know, you got AD in the middle. It's a good defensive team. AD is good True. enough to be good. The Portland team is a, is a freaking joke. On defense, and you're telling me you have to shoot a three every time, and it kind of crescendoed into Andrew Wiggins getting a steal, wide open layup with Simons jumping at him, kicks it out, doesn't kick it out to Steph, he's not playing, doesn't kick it out to Clay, doesn't kick it out to Poole, who was hot, kicks it out to Dante DiVincenzo for a three that everybody knew wasn't going in, no chance, and that's where I sit here and I go. That's freaking Andrew Wiggins, man. Like, that was the second best player, second most consistent player for the Warriors last postseason. If he's the one that's fucking up, what are you supposed to do? You got no options, right? It just, I mean, the Warriors tonight shot 12 of 44 from three. 12 of 44. That is 27.3%. Again, this is Clay, three of 13. Jordan Poole, three of 10. Andrew Wiggins, two of six. Kuminga, one of three. Wide the hell open. Yeah, Kuminga, Michael Green, one of four. Dante one of five but also as a team the Warriors couldn't go inside because AD was sitting there literally saying I dare you come closer to me I dare you come closer there's an area in between those two but 
Dante's not a mid mid-range pull-up shooter. Jordan did a decent job of it. Clay missed all of those looks. It's it happens, right? Some of those process related things happen, but the lack of diversity on offense, it's either it's a three or a wide open dunk, but anything remotely contested outside of those two, or if the trees threes don't fall, the Warriors are in trouble. At the risk of quoting Charles Barkley, we are a jump shooting team this year. Yeah, the Warriors at this point in their their uh path as a or at this point in their dynasty are they live and die by the jumper. Like I I I disagreed with that previously because I always felt like the Warriors totally. could just get layups, layups, layups. And they had guys that can make them really like they would have a Sean Livingston. Get him in there. A couple pops. And Ian Clark and David yeah. West connections. There's random people yeah. like, yeah, backdoor cuts still the cows come home. Exactly. And now they're not smart enough. And also the guys aren't comfortable enough. Like you look at like again, like this isn't this isn't crazy. This is how basketball is now. It, it's just Dante's more comfortable shooting a three than he is driving in to shoot a layup. Like that's just yeah. how basketball is these days. And Andrew Wiggins is like, they probably should have got him more looks. Like the comments here are kind of saying like Wiggins has looked off. Like, I don't know. He's look, he looks pretty good. He just didn't get any looks, get any shots. He's rebounding. He's playing defense. Like he's not the problem, but he's also not a guy that says, give me a rock. Right. And he's neither and I, the problem nor the solution. No, he's like, he's bro, there. You got to find it. You got to find a way to get him integrated. They yeah. did that in the Portland game, right? I think to open the fourth quarter somewhere, they're just like right. post touch, post touch. Yeah. Okay. Smaller defender, cook him. Problem tonight, this dude named AD lurking right. in there. And it just, it complicates things when you don't have those second or third options. And that's, that's like, if you wanted to sum up the Warriors this year in a nutshell, they are less than the sum of their parts because their parts are mismatched. You've got all the pieces in theory to put together a really compelling, coherent team, but it just doesn't fit together that way because you can't just rely on the three ball or there being backdoor cut layups. There's teams that are going to press you in ways that you're not comfortable, and the Warriors are completely uncomfortable whenever they get pressed yeah. in those ways. Yeah, and it, and it feels like the worst part of it, it feels like when, when you're losing these games with Steph out there in crunch time, that's when it feels yeah. like, dude, what are we, what are we doing? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We got a few voicemails, so sit with me here for a few minutes. Let's listen to the voicemails and uh, we'll, we'll get you out of here after that. Tim, let's roll to the goons. Hey, this is Nick, Nicholas calling in first time listener. Man, well, Warriors, Warriors might not even make the playoffs. This year, based on we just had the most terrible uh, one of the L's in one like the season, so I don't know. I'm very angry right now. Just angry loss of the freaking Lakers, who were garbage this game. So it's whatever at this point. So yeah, Warriors season is cooked. Unfortunately, I feel like. 
wonder what Sam's up to. Wonder what he's up to. He's just, just no. He didn't even tweet. It got nothing. Sam's Sam's like unplugged, repo in repose. Like he's like nothing can get me out of my zone right now. Yeah. So yeah. you get me instead. I mean, I I don't want to. I'm I'm gonna just to be contrarian. I'm gonna say voicemail was was pretty accurate summation of my mood right now. This can all shift very quickly if the Warriors start racking some good games together, but. It's we're what fifty six games into the season, Andy. Like my my patience and my my expectations are pretty slim at this point. Um, I yeah, they've had count them five, six different stretches of, the, of this season where if they had just won five games in a row, like they're golden. They're a four yep. seed. They're a three seed. They haven't done it. All right. So, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you know, bad offense, bad defense, blah, 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 blah. The same old shit that's been going on all season. But can someone please, can we, someone please have an honest discussion about how these dudes are being refed? Because this is ridiculous. Like, all game, the Lakers are being rewarded for every single flop, and they're allowed to grab and hold and tackle on defense. Meanwhile, the Warriors are getting called for every single touch foul, um, unless it's like, I don't know, you know, the most clearly obvious thing in the world. But, like, Poole should have shot at least 12 free throws tonight. He shot four. It's ridiculous. Like, I don't know. Sorry. I'm angry. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, disappointing loss. But, hey, it's like the 13th this season that we've lost because of the refs. And, uh, you know, hopefully there will be a change, but I doubt it. Anyway. Let's talk refs. Let's talk refs for a second. Not too long. Yeah. Look, I'm I'm obviously far from unbiased here. And the dis- – the- the statistical disparity is clear. Now, the question is, is it deserved? Are the Warriors playing with the kind of controlled aggression that tends to get foul calls or prevent foul calls in the NBA? I say no. Now, two things can be true at the same time. The, the, the Lakers flopping tonight, especially on those like, oh, hand, dribble, handoff, run through a guy, and then he flails and runs backwards. Those That's the one. Those piss me off. Those... Yeah need to be legislated out of the game. I'm also of the opinion that the block versus charge stuff has to stop. Anyway, two things can be true at the same time. The flopping is insane and it needs to stop, but the Warriors are shooting less free throws than their opponents because they can't play like a defense and keep hacking. Correct. And they're not aggressive enough on offense. Both can be true at the same time. Dude, I don't know how to... You've said it. You said it. I I think... I hate the way the game is refed. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. I'm not going to reiterate what you said. I hate it. It's it's just why are we rewarding flopping? Why are we reward, rewarding the the ability of players to grift refs? Right, like we're we're trying to we're giving we're rewarding players that try to fake things, right? And I always felt like the cool thing about watching Steph and Clay was that they never grifted. They never drew fouls. They never, and now like part of their game is that they don't draw fouls, right? But they never try to fake their way into getting points. And I always thought that was cool. Like to me, that was honest basketball. And so now when I watch some of this stuff, it, it's just it's so bad. And that uh, that moving screen stuff is part of it. It's just like you're just running into someone and you're just pulling your head back. And it's like, and, and again, like Jordan Poole does a ton of that on offense. He's and he doesn't get called sometimes. It's just that he runs into a player on offense and then he pulls his head back and tries to call, draw a foul. And I'm just like, guys, can we just play basketball? 
And to the point about the other thing is, you know why the Warriors don't shoot free throws? Because they're fucking morons on defense. All they do is hack. Like, they're not <laughs> good enough to play clean defense, so they hack. They hack, and they hack, and they hack, and they hack. And I don't know what you expect refs to do, man. They're fouls, right? And it's not like the Warriors have a Giannis. Like, their, their best free throw guy getting consistently is probably Kaminga. Like, that guy can probably draw a foul. And, and, and what? He played 10 minutes tonight. So, um. And anyway, enough about refs, man. I, I just they lost tonight because of because they're not a good team. All right, let's go. We got a couple more, Tim. Um, this is Zay from DC. How are you guys doing? Um, this season's cooked, man. Just just throwing the towel. I mean, this Lakers lost. I think all right. We lose to any other team, that's fine. But losing to the Lakers without Braun and then AD had a bad night. It's just like these fourth quarter droughts like it is nasty 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 work and it's just like i don't understand why clay keeps chucking these threes and i don't know how many times draymond ran a dho it's probably more than a thousand that game um wiggins i mean i know wiggins came back from injury but he's got to do more he's got to be better like, I don't remember a Wiggins game this season. Uh, maybe one in November. Like, it is yeah, it's getting it's getting sickening at this point. Um, this season's cooked. Like, just and, – and that GP2 news just makes it even worse. Like, that's just how our season is, man. We can't deal with the Portland Trailblazers in good faith. Just like, like, what else? What else is – what else can go wrong? Like, this is legit worst-case scenario type of stuff that we're dealing with. But, you know, we just got to somehow find the light at the end of the tunnel if there is one. But just I'm just over it. This season is cooked to me. Ooh, depressing. Deeply dark. Do you think the season's done? No. But I'm my rope is thin at this point, Andy. Let me rephrase. Like, let me, yeah, let me yeah. rephrase. What are the chances that they win the championship? Because that's all that matters. I don't give a fuck if they yeah. make the play in the first round, the second round. <laughs> like it doesn't matter to me. If the warrior, I'm going to answer it with with a reference to the plan, though, Andy. If the yeah. Warriors can somehow claw their way out of the play in spot, like if they can get to what is it six? I think you got to get to avoid seven, eight, nine, ten. I would put their championship odds at fifteen to twenty percent. Yeah, just because I I look I look at now look at the Western Conference right. The Denver Nuggets are cruising, and they got stronger at the deadline. The Memphis Grizzlies, as much as I um, I love to to root on their downfall, they're a good team. Yeah, they they, saying, yeah. they were probably the toughest. Other than Boston, they were the toughest that the Warriors had in the, in the playoffs last year. The Kings are legit good, and the roster construction is good. Like they are more than the sum of their parts because of the way the roster is put together. The Dallas Mavericks. I, I have strong feelings about Kyrie Irving. I they look good right now. But they look see. good. Looks they like they're gonna right beat now. the Kings tonight, maybe. Yep. yep. But they're in there. The Phoenix Suns have Kevin Durant yeah. and Devin Booker, but they also have Chris Paul. So they traded a lot of depth away. But like I look at the, the Clippers on paper should be really good, but I have my doubts about them. The Pelicans are doing okay and treading water without Zion. I don't think the T Wolves are that good. I think the Thunder will fade. Um I'm not sure about the Jazz. The Lakers may make a push. They, without their best player, they looked better constructed than they've been at any point. Even if you say like half of those teams, I'm being over optimistic about them. 
<laughs> the other half are legit good. And so that, like, how are the Warriors going to pass all these teams to get to out of the play, the playing spot? And if they're in the playing spot, you've got single game variants. Anything can happen. We saw it happen to the Warriors too. Yeah, we ago. saw it. Yep. I think I'm with you. The only only thing I think about this team is is I do have some confidence if they can get a healthy Steph and GP two back. Yes. That that like I'm good with them in a single game. Like I'm I'm good. I can live with that. You know, if Steph is rolling, not like he's not coming back that game. Like if you if you right. tell me he got ten games and he's locked in, like fine. Um, I think I can live with that. Um, it's how the season has gone. I I feel like the season is kind of just on a on a freight train right into, and I think it's going to be a repeat of. I think it's going to be the Warriors and Lakers in a playing game. Is is what I think it's going to be like that. Just it would be poetic. It would it, be very really, poetic. It, will, it really is because I watched them tonight, and I'm just like, these are the same teams, man. Like they even have their two best players out tonight in a game that they both need to win. Both yeah. and Steph and LeBron are. I don't know where Steph is. I think he's at home. But like those guys are just sitting on the bench. They can't Probably play. Throwing his remote at the TV and I mean, at many points. Yeah. I will say, Andy, they, this is a roster better constructed for a 16 game grind than an 82 game grind, for sure. Yeah, they got to survive the 82 game grind to get to the 16 game grind, yeah. though. Yeah, and they're not, and they're not, and they're not. I'm with you. I, I they, that the Kaminga, Moody, Wiseman, like those guys are supposed to help them survive the 82 game grind, and you're watching them now. They're exhausted tonight. They looked exhausted. Draymond is summoning everything he has. I respect the hell out of that. But, you know, Clay doesn't have enough, man. Doesn't have enough. Five for 20. No legs, no nothing. Tim, last voicemail. Trying to watch this Islam fight. Hey guys, it's Reese. Um, Just warriors, man. So, so stupid. I mean, it's, you know, I've heard this so many times. It's the same game every single time in the fourth quarter. And it just drives me nuts. Some way, somehow. The offense just stalls into the ugliest, like nothingness, nothingness you've ever like laid your eyes upon. And of course, we get the special Warriors special. Uh, some random shooter that's not a good three point shooter decides, oh, I'll have uh, one of the best three point performances of my life because it's the Warriors. I just, I just want to know, like, what do you do about this? I mean, I really don't. I mean, Poe was cooking in the beginning, and I thought, hey, he might actually cook, but then nothing was cooking. We're just burning the kitchen down. I I just don't know. Like, what do you do if you're the Nothing's Warriors? Nothing's cooking. And also, I don't want to see Wiseman back. Just even if Gary Payton sits on the bench, better vibes. I don't know. I just need him. I miss him so much. Thanks. Bye. All right. Your predictions, needs, whatever it is for the rest of the season. Let's hear it. My needs are Stephen Curry back as soon as humanly possible. Yeah. And for the Warriors to to get something from Portland out of this whole fiasco, but for the trade to go through, honestly. From a financial perspective, from a vibes perspective, from a GP2 moves the needle perspective. So I need both of those two things to happen. Past that, can this team just like, can, can this team execute? It is not a question of talent on paper. It may be a question of legs and like the physical demands of an 82 game season. But right now the Warriors are in a deep mental and in some cases physical rut and they need to get out of it. Um, and it's that's a bandaid that even, that's too big of a gaping wound for even a Stephen Curry sized bandaid. Yep. I, I think 
and, and I always I, I tend to disagree with him on this is look, man, I've watched them lose too many games in crunch time with the guys that they won a championship with. And you can tell me that I'm and I agree is that you know you started the season season three and seven because of of giving these minutes to guys that shouldn't have played. Um you don't have good seven, eight, nine men guys, right? You you've had you spent the majority of the season with a really bad bench. But I've seen these dudes game in, game out, just shit the bed in crunch time. And yep. that, you know, it, it fool me for once, twice, three times, not four, not five, not six, not seven, not eight, not nine, not ten. Like we're at fifteen times like this has happened. It's just and I think that I think that as a Warriors fan, you look ahead and I do think the good thing about it is 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 I've watched them succeed in those moments for so damn long that I'm going to believe until my dying day. And so I think yeah. that's that's the one thing, right? Like to your point, it's it's not talent, dude. Like they don't need a Giannis to win a championship. Be nice if they had him. They don't need him. Like they've won a championship with these guys. It's a matter of of executing and whether that be those guys are tired or not, Steve Kerr, I didn't even throw up the quote here, but Steve Kerr basically said these guys are exhausted. Like they need yeah. an all-star break. And who would have thought that, you know, your best defender and, and your your most reliable two-way guard that's or two guard that's been shooting lights out are freaking 35 years old. Like they're almost 70 years old combined. And the hell do you expect them to be uh, right now in mid-February? They've been going hard for months now. They've been every game has been must win. Like you come into this game tonight, and and I'm looking at this game, and I'm like, yeah, this is a must win. Everyone. Wizards, yeah, Wizards on Monday, must win. Back to back against the Clippers, they'll set everyone. But it's like must win. Jesus, dude. All that, all that expenditure, and the Warriors are 28 and 28, sitting at 556 games into the season. Beautiful. Bonkers to me. Just beautiful. Veggie, Golden State Warriors fast break. It's where one can read your work. I read your work. I love your work. Uh, I appreciate you jumping on, man. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Andy, for having me. Appreciate it a lot. Go Warriors. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.